Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Point Spread. My name is Joe, fresh off the Peloton, if you can't tell. Oh, it's like just red as a beat. And T-Bro rocking the mullet up there. Wayne, oh. I'm Wayne Campbell oh, from Wayne's World. You, you, you honestly kind of Wayne. pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to a party tonight. I was like, uh, shit, I need to get an outfit here. So I just went online, ordered a black wig. Ordered a black shirt, ordered a black Wayne's World hat. It's like 35 bucks. Boom. Just like that. I'm Easy Halloween costume. Exactly. Um, my costume is I'm going as Roy Halladay. You're that's going as I'm, a Phillies fan. Yeah, so that's what I'm that's what I'm doing today. I'm gonna I we, we're gonna get through this. I'm gonna finish up like a little news run, go through the game hubs, and I'm gonna get to uh get to to, to order some cheesesteaks. Our buddy Blau's coming over for the game there, Brawley. You can uh, eat cheesesteaks for every game. Um, well, we were going to do hoagies tonight, but the hoagie place closes too early. So, uh, okay, I was going to say maybe just rotate it to like some, uh, you know, some roast roasted pork, or I don't know, just keep swinging around. You know, cheese steaks a couple of times, hoagies. I like that. You got to got to do the Philly style. So. I, I will. All right. Well, let's start uh, with our uh, let's start with the, the the London game, Tom. That's Denver and Jacksonville. Denver is catching two and a half, uh, forty and a half being the total. Denver and Jacksonville. I mean, who would have projected Denver being an underdog in this game before week one? Uh, Russell (laughs) Wilson will play. He does not have a game day designation. Um, The Broncos might mix Marlon Mack into the backfield. Two and a half, Tom, 40 and a half being the total. This is DraftKings Sportsbook. What do you, uh, what, what's your read here on Denver and the Jags? Yeah, we were able to get this one at four and a half uh, on Monday. Just that was just a bizarre line that was initially out there after the game on Sunday. Nathaniel Hackett said that, you know, Russ is uh, trending in the right direction. Uh, All indications were that he was going to play. So uh, I, I had this line a lot closer to pick them. Basically, you know, this is a neutral site game. Uh, I I mean, honestly, I still don't think the Jaguars are two and a half points better than the Broncos. I know it's been bad for the Broncos, but. Uh, the Jaguars are still getting a lot of market respects, even on this five-game losing streak. Uh, you know, they're still living off that victory over the Chargers, which uh, doesn't look so good anymore. Uh, they're, they're certainly a team that's been fading here. So uh, still like it at two and a half, uh, but we got a four and a half in our pocket. So uh, that's a lot of value there. I got, got screwed last night with the uh, under on the Ravens and Buccaneers game. So hopefully we get some good closing line value here and we're, well, maybe we'll maybe this game will close it. Uh, it will finish it as a field goal game. Uh, we can cash that ticket at four and a half. Uh, any uh, any props that you picked out from this game is uh, particularly juicy, Tom. Yeah, we uh, let's see here. I, I got Travis Etienne over 18 and a half receiving yards. I believe that was up to 20 and a half as of this afternoon. Uh, you know, the Broncos, nobody throws on their secondary, you know, at least their cornerbacks, Patrick Sertain is uh, shutting guys down. So uh, the running backs have been involved in the passing game and we know Etienne can get it done as a receiver. Uh, he's been up over that number four of his uh, last six games since he's had a decent size role. Uh, Bron- Bronco. Uh, yeah. Broncos are giving up 29 plus receiving yards to individual backs in five straight games. So I, I really like that line. Uh, there was another one I had uh, from this game. Let's see. Uh, oh, Denver. Uh, Cortland Sutton over 54 and a half receiving yards. Uh, opened up at like 52 and a half. It's been getting bet up pretty 
pretty good here. Um, the last I'm seeing is 54 and a half uh, with minus 135 on it. So I would not bet it with minus 135 juice at DraftKings, but uh, shop around. I, I was able to get 54 and a half at BetMGN at minus 110. So uh, his guy, Russ, is back in the lineup this week. Better matchup on the outside, I think. So uh, we're going to hit that Cortland Sutton. He's going to get back. You know, he's been down here the last two games. Uh, so I think this is a prime spot for him to bounce back. Uh, Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta, four and a half, giving uh, 41 at in Atlanta uh, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The Panthers and the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons, the best team in the NFL ATS. Um, just came off their first loss. Just came loss, off their though, first yeah. ATS loss. Carolina, maybe the most surprising team in the NFL last week. Yeah, I, this line this line opened up at six and a half. Um but I don't know the line moving. I, I don't think was necessarily because of the the Panthers went. It certainly played a little bit of a factor that they're not they're not thrown in the towel yet. Uh, obviously, beat the Buccaneers twenty one to three. But I think most of this line movement is because of the secondary for the Falcons. It's extremely banged up. Uh, Terrell's going to be out. Yep. Uh, already lost Casey Hayward the week before. I mean, it's it's a bad unit. We saw the, the Bengals with the one-legged Jamar Chase going for two touchdowns and 100-some yards in that game. So uh, it's it's I, I think that's where most of this line movement's coming from. Uh, and, and the Falcons aren't necessarily a team that's going to blow you out. Just <laughs> when we saw last week, they refused to throw the ball, uh, even though they're down three scores to the Bengals. So. This isn't a team that's going to most likely be playing out from a big lead here. So it uh, makes a lot of sense to me why this line has come down. Uh, if you are looking to bet the Falcons, I, I personally like the Panthers side a little bit more. I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, but there are some fours out there at most other books. So, uh, But DraftKings is the way to go if you're looking at back the Panthers at four and a half right now. Yeah, Tom, um, Carolina, you mentioned uh, the, the secondary, but also D. Alford is uh, questionable. He's their third corner uh, yeah, on the perimeter, it's... so th- they can really be down in the dumps there. Yeah, they have a lot of cluster injuries back there, and it, it's been a pretty shaky unit to begin with outside of Terrell, so uh, they're really going deep into the, the, the backups here for this game. Um, any uh, props that you liked here? <laughs> Both quarterbacks are at 0.5. Uh, touchdown passes over under and the the high passing yards total in this game is bj walker 183 and a half <laughs> yeah that one that one actually opened up i think around 170 and it's been bet up i actually have the under on marcus Mariota. wow uh, 162 and a half <laughs> they're just not throwing the ball mm-hmm. i mean and this is the game you wouldn't expect the panthers to really open up a big lead and and we saw last week they even you know when they were trailing by three scores they weren't really pushing to throw the ball that much so uh, I think John uh, projected them for basically 18 or 19 attempts in this game uh, I just I don't I don't see them I mean maybe, maybe the circumstances will change here they had the uh, you know basically the press all you know everybody uh, that follows the league has been all over them about you know why they're not throwing more so uh, maybe they come out and try to open up a little bit more but it's been four straight weeks of this so um, and, and this is the game. This is a game. It's totaled, like you said, right at right around 39, 40 points, uh, 41 at most at most books now. But uh, so I'm not expecting a you know wild shootout here. So I, I like Mariota under his very low 162 and a half passing yards. So let's go to Chicago and Dallas. Todd, Dallas is a 10 and a half point favorite, 42 and a half <laughs> being the total. The big news 
uh, coming down the pike right now um, is that uh, Ezekiel Elliott is officially doubtful for this game with an MCL injury. It seems like they learned from last year. Yeah, and they also have their bye week coming up, uh, I believe, next week. So it makes a it makes a lot of sense. And you got a guy like Tony Pollard behind them. There's there's no need to rush him like they did last year. Yeah. Although the way they've been handling the Dalton Schultz situation, I, I was at least a little bit of sliver of like doubt for me at least that are they going to screw this up and rush seat back this week? But um, it looks like they've made the prudent decision and not done that. Um, I did. I bet this. Under 43. Now that was, see, actually Zeke being out actually scared me a little bit because he's more, <laughs> of the, no, I'm serious. I mean, he's more of the plotting. Like, yeah, I four got five you. Yards. Uh, that's more conducive for, you know, unders. Uh, Pollard is the, the big play specialist or, you know, he kind of gets stifled and, uh, you know, that can result in some quick, you know, three and outs. And those can sometimes hurt unders as well. So <clears throat> you know, we, we want uh uh, so I'm not feeling great about that. And then the bears went out and actually looked like a competent offense after I bet that, mm-hmm. but the line has still come down here. So I, th- I think they're anticipating, you know, we saw the Cowboys come back and they kind of ran the Cooper rush offense in Dak Prescott's first game back 25 attempts last week. It uh, looks like they're kind of, you know, they're playing more to their strengths of the running game and the defense here, which is smart. I believe. Uh, at some point, maybe later in the season, they can open it up. But this is a 10-point spread. This is a game that they should probably be able to handle and uh, kind of rely on their defense in the running game again. So uh, I do like the under here, uh, even at 42 and a half. I mean, you're missing out on a key number at 43, but uh, I still still kind of like it at 42 and a half. Um, uh, the props market, Tom, there are some, uh, there's, there's some props out here. It's mostly Chicago. Chicago because I don't see any Tony Pollard or Zeke props for obvious reasons. So mostly Chicago on the market right now. Yeah, I think they were kind of waiting on this Zeke news here. So we th- those markets should open up a little bit more here probably this evening or tomorrow morning. So uh, I think that was a pretty big piece that they were waiting to, waiting to, for him to be officially rolled out here. So those markets should open up. Uh, nothing really. Uh, I think we hit – well, I know we hit Khalil Herbert last week. I think we might have hit him twice in a row here. Um, his his rushing total was way too low, uh, but now it's been juiced up here. It's around 40 and a half, 39 and a half. Uh, last I saw it this afternoon. So no longer going to be betting that. Uh, the Bears, yeah, this is a much tougher run defense that they're going to face against the Cowboys. Uh, so not nothing really, you know, I thought for – a half a second about betting Darnell Mooney over his receiving yards, but uh, my senses—I uh, came to my senses, and uh, I'm not quite right. You know, quite ready <laughs> not to yet trust. Ready to do that? Yeah, I'm not good. quite ready to trust Dustin Fields with an over for receiving prop just yet. Uh, let's move on over now to uh, to. Uh, uh, Miami and Detroit, excuse me, I lost my place there. Miami laying three and a half on the road, 51 and a half the, the total here, Tom. I believe this is the highest game on the slate, correct me if I'm wrong, but 51 and a half the total is Miami versus Detroit Dolphins laying three and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the highest one. I think the uh, the Minnesota-Arizona game's a high total as well, but I, it's not nearly as hot as the Detroit one. But, I mean, after watching the Detroit offense the last two times mm-hmm. out, <laughs> you might be counting on a lot of Dolphins action here to get up over the total. So um, 
you know, the Steelers, <laughs> I mean, they had trouble scoring uh, points on the Dolphins as well last week. So this total feels a, a, a touch high just uh, based on what, what we've seen from Detroit the last couple couple of games. But I'm not ready to uh, go about that. I did, I was thinking about betting the Dolphins when they were at minus three to open the week. But if this feels kind of like a, uh, a do or die spot here for the Lions. Their season's quick, quickly going downhill. Um, Swift is back in the lineup to give them a little bit of hope here. So uh, stayed away. I ended up taking the Lions plus three and a half, getting that extra hook. Uh, So, uh, yeah, that's the the line movement for this game. Um, The props here, Tom. um, Jalen Waddle, by the way, good to go. DeAndre Swift, good to go. I'm on Ross State Brown. This is as healthy as we've seen both of these teams in quite some time, at least on the offensive side of the football. Yeah, I, I know Graham. I believe he gave out uh, Jalen Waddle his receiving yards. I think it was at sixty-three and a half uh, earlier this week. I guess because there was a little bit of question if he was going to be healthy, healthy enough to play. That one's been bet up a little bit. I'm seeing sixty-four and a half, but juiced uh, to minus one thirty-five. So you might want to shop around on that one. The uh, prop I did hit in this game is Raheem Moster. Did you get a, a report on him today? Uh, he's uh, good to go. Okay, that's I kind of thought so. He did get downgraded yesterday, which is always a little bit of a concern. But he's one of those veterans who can always mo- manage his snaps. Yeah, they can always do that with him. Yeah, yep, yep, his yep. workload—that's what I thought. It was probably a, a you know rest management type of day for a guy that has a history of injuries. And, but he's been the guy here recently. This is a, a defense that we're picking on for rushing yard props to go over. Uh, he's, he's hit 69 yards, three of his last four games. And, uh, Detroit has allowed four straight backs, uh, individual backs to go for 86 plus yards. So, uh, this is a, this is a matchup that we're targeting there. We're expecting to be higher scoring, uh, you know, a favorite on the road. So there, there should be, uh, plenty of opportunities for him to get to say 15 carries is what we're looking for to get up over this prop. So, uh, I, I like this spot for him. I think he's playing pretty well. Just stay healthy enough to get through this. That's the uh, probably the biggest concern with Mostert. Arizona at Minnesota. Arizona's catching three and a half. 49 is the total. Uh, Tom, you were right. A high total, but not as high as Miami and Detroit as the Cardinals visit the Vikings. Anything you like on the side or the total in Arizona, Minnesota? Uh, I was thinking about the Minnesota side. I, I feel like this line's a little light. It's uh, it started the week kind of in that five-point range. And it's been bet down to this three and a half point range. I don't think folks are going to take it all. If it does get down to minus three, I, I don't think it is. It's pretty, pretty solid across the board. Minus one tens at three and a half. But um, I, I would consider betting the Vikings here. It seems like a pretty good spot. They're coming off their bye week. Um, play, you know, th- there's not many home field advantages left uh, in the league, but Minnesota still has one. But the Cardinals, they they also do come off of their – they had a mini-buy, basically, playing on Thursday night last week. Uh, the offense, I don't think it's fixed yet, but it's looked better with DeAndre Hopkins in the lineup. Uh, Kyler at least has that guy that he can go to uh, when whenever he's in a pinch. But uh, I think the, the Cardinals are getting a little too much respect uh, off that victory last week. I, mm. I thought the Saints were pretty even with them. I mean – other than the two pick sixes by Andy Dalton, uh, one of which wasn't his fault. But um, 
so I, I think the Cardinals are in a little too much respect with this line, but uh, probably not going to get there unless it gets to, to minus three with the Vikings. We got some news, Tom. Uh, James Co- uh, James Connor is out of this game, rather. Yeah. Uh, he will not play. Eno Benjamin uh, had by far the best game any uh, Cardinal running back has had this year. His prop sitting at 51 and a half rushing yards, uh, 22 and a half receiving yards. Any interest there? Any interest anywhere here? Uh, with the prop market in Minnesota and Arizona. Yeah, I'll actually probably still stay away from it because they didn't. They haven't rolled out Daryl yet, Daryl Williams. He's a game-time decision, yes. Yeah, so it, they they like him, I think. He was, uh, whenever Connor initially got hurt, he was factoring in there, and then he busted up his knee. So it wasn't necessarily all Eno's backfield. So I think that could be a sneaky injury to follow here. Uh, if, if this prop does get up too high and Daryl plays, I, I could see Eno uh, losing some touches to him. Uh, they were even uh, in that Thursday night game, they were factoring Keontae Ingram into that game. So I think he finished with seven carries in that game. He didn't do much. I think he had like rushing. 10 yards. Yeah, 15 yards. For, yeah, yeah, Fucking two. Graham started him against me in the staff. <laughs> Are you <laughs> kidding me? Two touchdowns. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, that's. That, that's one uh, I'll be keeping an eye on because uh, if it does, if this prop would get up into like the mid fifties or the high fifties and Daryl's looking to play, I might actually fade Benjamin a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I did take Adam Thielen under his uh, receiving yards at 50 and a half. The, the Cardinals have been sneaky good against uh, perimeter receivers here. Uh, Thielen hasn't looked like his you know his old self here off the ankle injury he's getting up there a little bit at age his yards per targets down at 6.6 yards and his yards per reception is down underneath 10 yards right now so he's not making many explosive plays he's been a lower a dot receiver than we're used to seeing so uh, with this 50 and a half he essentially you know based on his uh, averages coming into this game he's he's probably got to get catch five balls so he's certainly capable of that but uh, I guess the concern would be that this game does take off with this high total and he could get up over. But uh, I, I think this number, I, I thought it was going to come out in the mid forties. So I, I thought this line was a, a touch too high here. So we'll, we'll bet the under on Adam Thielen under 50 and a half receiving yards. Uh, let's go now to the Raiders and the Saints. Everybody's hurt for New Orleans again, but oh Andy Dalton God. is the quarterback, Tom. The Raiders have an extensive injury report. Uh, I'm going to take a guess that there's not going to be a ton of props. That, oh, maybe maybe I'm wrong. There are a ton of props out yeah, in this the, game because everybody's news, freaking hurt. Yeah, the Saints news came out a little earlier to, today, though, so I think that's why we're seeing some props. Uh, I'm leaning towards the, the Raiders side here. It feels like. Uh, the Saints are kind of rudderless at this point. They're, uh, but I mean, you look at the NFC South standings, and I mean, a win here, they're they're tied for first. So mm-hmm. uh, the funny thing is, uh, if if the Falcons beat the beat the Panthers this week, they're going to be in first place after the Thursday night result with the uh, Buccaneers losing. So, uh, but the. Uh, Dennis Allen finally grew his set and uh, announced that Andy Dalton is officially the starter, which was, you know, Jameis has been healthy the last two weeks and they've been you know, playing coy with it. But um, so, yeah, I'm leaning the Raiders as short favorites on the road, but um, not not too excited to, to bet here, bet this one. But uh, if I was leaning one direction, it would be with the Raiders. Uh, uh let's uh oh, oh let's talk props here tom for this one yeah i don't really uh there's a lot of them out there i mean 
you know, this is one I, I didn't really see anything. You know, the, the Jacobs props, you're, you're getting no discounts anymore at this point. It's over. 80, yeah, it's 85 and a half rushing yards last I saw it. Um, I, I was thinking about Faden Renfro. I mean, he's become kind of a piece for their offense anymore. They're, they're playing a lot more with a fullback on the field, which is taking Renfro off. Uh, so 41 and a half. He, he only had, I think, three catches last week, but he broke a long one to, to get the 55 receiving yards. But, uh, he, you know, if he's going to be a three or four catch guy, I mean, yeah, I would think that, you know, he typically go under this 41 and a half. So um, that was one I was considering. Alave's numbers at 65 and a half. I was also thinking about that one. Uh, but, you know, his numbers were a little bit inflated last week because of that wild game script that they had. Uh, Dalton had ended up having like four touchdown passes and up over 350 passing yards or whatever, whatever he finished at. So, uh, I ended up staying away from that, but yeah, none of these lines were too intriguing, intriguing to me. I, the Renfro under was the one I was kind of, I was close to that one, but, uh, I'll see what happens with that line over the weekend. Patriots and the Jets. Patriots are laying two and a half on the highway, 40 being the total. The Patriots got freaking goosed by Justin Fields last week, Tom. Is Bill Belichick going to try to get his revenge on another quarterback who's playing like he has no idea what sport he's playing uh, in Zach Wilson? Or is there a, are the Patriots vulnerable here against the Jets on the highway? The five and two Jets <laughs> plus two and a half at home. Yeah, uh, this is why I did jump on the Patriots on Monday morning, minus one and a half. After that result on Monday night, I thought for sure this line, oh boy, it's going to come closer to a pick them now. Uh, probably jumped on the Patriots uh, at the wrong time. But I think the the markets, uh, you know, everybody that's betting this game is still feeling the same way, that the Jets could be primed for a, a, a major letdown here moving forward with uh, Brees Hall unfortunately suffering the ACL injury last week. And he's been kind of the catalyst for their entire offense. Uh, Corey Davis is out of the, out of the mix here. Uh, question is uh, Elijah Moore here. Is he going to be a factor? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I, I was actually thinking about maybe betting some Barrios props that, you know, maybe, you know, uh, like it's kind of assumed that Moore is going to come back. Oh, and, maybe, yeah, maybe they're just gassing him up. Publicly. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe he's back to being a part-time player here and, uh, but didn't didn't bet that stuff just because I don't want to bet overs with Zach Wilson right now. So, but yeah, we were able to get the minus one and a half. I, I still like the Patriots side at minus two and a half. But if you're looking to get on that, I, it looks basically across the board. It's it's pretty juiced up. Minus one fourteen uh, towards the Patriots. Uh, minus two and a half. Minus one fifteen at BetMGM. So yeah, if you want to get this Patriots number while it's still under a field goal. Uh, I think the time to do it is this evening. Uh, I, I think this is looks like a line that's probably going to get to Patriots minus three on game day. The prop market, Tom, were juiced up with Patriots, but no Jet running backs, by the way, because um, Robert Sal has been very coy with the status of James Robinson, not letting on whether or not he's going to play. Like I'm, I'm sure Belichick shaking in his boots about that, <laughs> about yeah. Salah really uh, not not letting us know about James Robinson. Yeah, I don't know uh, if he. I mean, uh, I think you'd probably be pretty excited to hear that James Robinson's going to be playing a lot here. <laughs> no, it's, it's been a little rough for him the last couple of weeks. But uh, props, uh, yeah, this is one I didn't really have any strong leans on. The Ramondre stuff, it's been bet up. You know, he's low to mid-60s. 
I, I would, ex- that game kind of got out of hand. So I think it really factored Damian Harris out of the mix, but I still think he's going to be, uh, you know, still getting carries here. It, it, the game just went two sideways on them last week. They don't want to play him in passing situations. Ramondre, uh, you know, he had seven or eight catches in that game. Uh, clearly the better receiver option, receiving option on a backfield. Um, so yeah, Stevenson is looking set up here, but we're not getting any discounts on his props anymore. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see anything that really stood out. I was thinking about Jacoby Myers a little bit, but uh, just getting that little bit easier matchup in the slot, but 49 and a half yards, they're, they're kind of spreading it out a little bit more in this offense. Parker's involved. Tyquan Thornton was a, full-time player last week uh got five targets only had one catch but you know he's he's definitely trending upward if you're looking for something if you got nothing on your waiver wire he's he's close to a full-time player Aguilar did not play very much in that game so uh Hunter Henry's been more of a factor recently but uh, had a quiet game last week but uh so that's ended up keeping me away from the Myers prop but uh nothing nothing here that really stands out as something that I want to bet on uh the keystone bowl t bro oh, pittsburgh and philly philly minus 10 and a half 43 the total are you feeling anything on the side here uh with the steez getting healthier uh and the eagles who are completely healthy coming out of their bye yeah nothing really i'm not too excited to i i took steelers getting plus 11 or plus 10 and a half whatever it was for uh staff picks ats purposes but not feeling particularly strong about that, but <laughs> yeah. I, I do feel like their defense has at least made a little bit of a uh, a better turn here. It's it's gotten a little bit better here, uh, but and the Eagles have uh, they, they haven't put their they yeah they haven't been putting teams away in the second half. So yeah. we're laying a big price here. Uh, Pickett, you know, he had the two interceptions late in that game, but he feels like the type of quarterback that could get in the back door if they, you know, if they're down three scores, if they're down 17 or whatever to get it inside that number. So uh, I'm leaning the Steelers yeah, uh, spread I, here, but I, I, I could. Got a, I got a question for you though, Tom, is he What's also it? the kind of quarterback oh, yeah. who, yes. if it's a, if it's a nine point game late and they're inside the number could throw a pick six. Exactly. Yeah. He's that. Yeah. I mean, he's late getting close to the, you know, I think he's only attempted like 110 passes and he has seven interceptions. His INT rate is like absurd at this point. Uh, so it's been a bit of a rocky start, but um, yeah, no, no real strong feeling on the, the side or the total here. Um, with the props, Tom, uh, Pickett's passing yard prop, 217 and a half, <laughs> I think leaning to the fact that they're anticipated to be playing from behind here. Uh, I'm interested in the Steelers receiving yards props they're all I mean, Pick, pretty, Pickens, pretty low. Pickens is buried at 40 and a half that was the one I was interested in but oh that's in a tough spot where I don't know if I'd be taking that one no that's <laughs> uh John John had him projected for like the mid 50s I think that might be a touch too high uh just because I could see Pickens getting kind of canceled out here uh, this is a brutal matchup Deontay Johnson's numbers finally plummeting here it's 49 and a half he's been trending in the wrong direction uh, the one prop I did take was A.J. Brown's uh, receiving yards. Uh, it was okay. at 60, 66 and a half earlier this week. Uh, it's now up to 69 and a half. And a half yeah, yeah I, I still like it at that number. Uh, not, not nearly as excited about betting it there, but I, I thought it would open up in that like 72 and a half, 73 and a half yard range. So I still see some value on the A.J. Brown 69 and a half. Uh, maybe shop around and 
uh, find a little bit better number. But uh, I was also looking at the Devontae. You know, the, the Steelers have struggled to, with defending uh, receivers of all kinds, but uh, especially on the perimeter here. So uh, I like A.J. Brown to potentially have a huge game here. Uh, we saw Tyreek and Jalen Waddle both have big games last week. Uh, Gabe Davis a couple weeks ago, Diggs uh, a couple weeks ago. So. Uh, I like AJ Brown for a big game here this week. Uh, Tom, Tennessee and Houston. Oh, and boy. we are going to be uh, low on props for this one because Ryan Tanhill did not practice on Thursday. He is truly questionable. That being said, we do still have a game line for this. Like, th- this is a change, Tom. Even like a year ago when we were doing games like this, uh, we'd call out this game. And we're like, oh, this game's not going to be on the board. Now they are. It's Houston. Uh, getting three at home, 40 and a half the total against a Tennessee team that we don't know who's going to play quarterback for them. Yeah, this is uh, an interesting one because, yeah, it was, I believe, four, four and a half uh, when it kind of initially opened on Monday. But that was when it felt like Tannehill, you know, because he he did hurt the ankle in that game. I think he missed a play or two, came back in. So I think the markets initially thought, ah, it's not that serious of an injury. Uh, but it's been quickly bet down. It's kind of in the middle here, basically, of will Tannehill play, will he not? I I could see this line going off closer to a pick here if Willis is the starting quarterback. So, But I, I don't know if you have a feeling for that. I, I, I kind of feel like Tannehill is going to – I mean, his job's kind of – it's not on the line, but this is – I can't imagine, like, his job – I mean, the talk, though, is that this is his last year. He – I don't think he wants to step off the field here for Willis. Right, right? but they're also I, four and two, and he's not making mistakes. Like, that's the – I don't know. That's a weird situation because you could see this going like Matt Ryan, except Tannehill's not making mistakes. Yeah, so I I, I don't think he – I think, uh, gun to his head, I think Tannehill wants to play no matter what. Uh, this call, this call I think, is going to come down to their medical staff, and uh, they'll see just where he is on, on Sunday. But uh, – I, I, did they actually give him like a game time decision kind of thing, or they just listed? Uh, they listed him as questionable. Okay, so yeah, well, this is one I'm sure we're going to get a Schefter report on Saturday night at yeah. 10 p.m. That uh, uh, he's going to work out pregame and see how it feels, and so we'll be waiting on this line uh, all the way up till kickoff. Uh, so. Oh, okay. So here's here's what's interesting, Tom. He's also listed with an illness. Oh. So he didn't practice today after practicing on Thursday, but was added with the illness today. So I was worried that maybe he had a setback with the ankle. Maybe he just got the sniffles today and didn't practice because of that. All right. That makes me feel better about Tannehill potentially playing in this game. Yeah, that we'll, we'll see. Oh, yeah. But you know, if he gets like COVID or something like that, that's the, uh, the old illness late in the week is sometimes not the best thing either. So uh, it seems like that's been kind of going around. I saw a couple more illnesses pop up on the uh, injury report this week uh, than usual. So uh, something to keep an eye on here. But I, I, I did take the Texans uh, getting two and a half for ATS uh, for the poll purposes. But uh, what's the Jeffrey Simmons is uh, was he uh, ruled out? No, or? he's questionable. He's questionable he didn't practice too. all week. He finished he's, last week, though. But that's an important player, especially with like Damian Pierce props. Yeah, because that's, yeah, we have Pierce at like 60 yards in our projections. Um, it's 71 and a half, the last I looked this afternoon for his rushing prop. But that's one where if Simmons is rolled out, uh, that certainly makes this an easier matchup. This has been a 
more of a pass funnel defense than a, than a run funnel defense. But we know the Texans want to give Pierce the ball as much as possible. Uh, no Nico Collins this week. so he's cool. uh, Collins is questionable, but he, has, he like didn't practice all week. Yeah, it seems like he's probably likely to miss here. So, um, yeah, this is this is a game. Yeah, I'm probably staying away. I, I don't oh, think oh but any... by the way, how about this? Um I actually thought we'd get through this game quickly, uh, but I'm I'm currently just writing up a blurb right now. Brandon Cooks was added to the injury report today with a wrist injury. He was a full participant, but they're calling him questionable. And I almost wonder if they're like Late practice injury. But also, yeah, he practiced, but if he's even slightly dinged up, we don't want to potentially Risk ruin a trade asset. Yeah, because the deadline's on Tuesday, and we, we've been yeah. seeing a little more action than usual. Uh, you know, the NFL is not, you know, compared to the MLB and NBA, you know, the guys don't get traded as much, but it's been a little more active than usual. Obviously, the Christian McCaffrey trade kind of kicked it off, and uh, Kadarius Tony uh, yesterday. So there's been a little bit more action on that front. Uh, but yeah, the props here, yeah, this is. I was considering 98 and a half uh, for the over for Derrick Henry. Uh, but that, yeah, that's, I, I have a tough time betting those gigantic numbers mm-hmm. like that. But I, I went back and looked at his game log. He didn't play them last year, but his last three games against the Texans, he's had over 200 rushing yards. So uh, at each of those games. So he, this is a matchup he has absolutely feasted on. But, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And and the Titans are the Titans get just get their butts whipped anyway, right? They, yeah. It, so. it, it, on, on the back end. Um, let's now move on over to um this the slider resets on me every time I click on a new game. Oh, the the Durs and the Colts. Tom, I've got a potentially interesting prop for you. I want to bring up with you, but oh, Indy is giving two and a half uh, at home, thirty nine and a half the total in the Heineke. Uh, Ellinger Bowl. Yeah, this is uh, coming into it. You know, I'm sure they put this game. It's, you know, 425 game. The NFL is like, oh, yeah, we're going to get the Matt Ryan versus Carson Wentz. We're going to have that as one of the, uh, you know, big four o'clock games. And nope, it's Sam Ellinger and Heineke. So uh, not as uh, marquee of a matchup as the NFL was hoping uh, at the beginning of the year. But this is a line. Uh, you know, the, the Colts, uh, Jim Irsay wants uh, Sam Ellinger to play, but this this is a line. This line is telling us that, you know, that they're very uncertain what he's going to bring to this offense. It dropped, um, as you said, starting to touch some two and a halfs here. Uh, mostly three still on the board, but uh, this game opened, I think, at five, five and a half. Uh, so certainly some people fading uh, Sam Ellinger as the new quarterback here, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, so it's at three. I, I kind of like the commanders here. I, I think they they, they rally around uh, Heineke a little bit more. I know Terry McLaurin loves the guy. Uh, so, I, 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 yeah, I think Wentz is the better quarterback. But uh, something has to be said for, you know, the teammates actually liking you and uh, rallying around you. Oh, and wanting to play for sure. For so, um, I, I kind of like the commanders here in this spot, getting the, getting the three on the road. Uh, let's look, uh, at the prop Tom that I wanted to, uh, to bring up to you. Okay. Kenny Moore, the Colts slot corner added to the injury report today with a finger injury, suggesting to me that he broke or dislocated a finger in practice today. Now there's no real way to tell how serious it is just by the questionable tag, 
But I'm wondering if maybe a couple of Curtis Samuel props well, might well, make some sense. Son of a bitch. I actually gave out Curtis Samuel's under before I saw that news. It literally and just came out today. I yeah. know. I, I I bet that earlier, I like, I don't know, one or two o'clock. I didn't, I didn't even see that. So mm-hmm. son of a B, I have under 49 and a half for Samuel just because he's been a, a guy that he's got to get to like five or six catches to really have a chance mm-hmm. to, to get up over that number. So uh that that is a little disappointing as somebody that has an under on samuel but uh the one uh, another prop that i took was jonathan taylor over his rushing attempts uh set at 17 and a half uh i I think that's probably a pretty good number like matt ryan is the quarterback but uh with sam allinger at quarterback i think they're gonna i think they're gonna want to run the oh and cosell cosell totally agrees with that yeah they're gonna you know allinger's more of a uh, you know, dull threat, and they're going to have. I, I think they're going to, you know, integrate more, you know, RPO type stuff. And I, I think this is a probably good chance for Taylor to get twenty plus carries. They need to get him going anyway. Uh, the game went sideways on them last week, real early. Titans jump out to a oh, two touchdown ooh, lead. Ooh, ooh. Also, Tom, uh, the the Commanders' best linebacker Cole Holcomb will not play in this game. Oh, okay. He is out with a foot injury, so. That that I mean, they might look at this and say we are going to run the living daylights out of the football in this. Yeah, game. so uh, that's I love that prop seventeen and a half. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that gets bet up uh, as the uh, weekend goes along. Here, it's actually now minus one twenty at DraftKings. It was, uh, I think it was minus one ten earlier today. But uh, so uh, I'm liking that one uh, over seventeen and a half rushing attempts for Jonathan Taylor. Let's move on over to our next contest as we yeah. continue the, the afternoon. Is this the slate. marquee game of the uh, afternoon? Which one are you going to go with? Oh, I'm going, with, I'm going with the Seahawks. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the 49ers. I'm going with the oh, 49ers okay. and the Rams first. That is uh, that is uh, San Francisco. Oh, Tom, this is basically a pick em. Uh They don't know what to do with this game. The Rams coming out of bye. The Niners are gonna, not going to be with Debo, oh, no. but they got CMC. Minus one, 42 being the total. San Fran, L.A. Yeah, I, got, I grabbed San Francisco minus one and a half uh, on Monday and not not too happy about the Debo news. Um, he's he's going to be out. It, it makes a lot of sense. They have so. a bye next week. Yep. Exactly. And he's a keeping. I, but this is also, I, that's why I was holding out hope that he might play. This is a pivotal game for the NFC West. This is the last matchup between those two. 49ers have the tiebreaker right now, but if they get the win today, puts them a game up uh, and you have the tiebreaker with two victories. So, uh, you know, I think the 49ers are going to throw the kitchen sink at them. Uh, this is a, a matchup that Kyle Shanahan has absolutely dominated. Uh, the only loss in that time was in the NFC championship. Of course, uh, Rams uh, erased a 10 point deficit to win that game. And, and poor Jaquaski tart drop a pick. Yes, that was uh, <laughs> the 49ers had that one kind of wrapped up. They still covered the spread though. Uh, so I think it's six or seven straight games that the 49ers have covered in this series. So we're going to ride that trend that the, uh, Kyle Shanahan still has his number, but it is a little bit worrisome that the, the Rams have had basically two weeks to get ready for this game. Uh, I think their center is going to be back. Brian Allen. Oh, that, that's the, that is huge for them because they have not been able to open a lane in the run game to save their lives. Yeah. They also did lose Joe Nopum before the, right Right, before the uh, buy as well. So they, poor Rams, they, 
you know, finally, you know, they get a piece back to help the struggling offensive line and they lose a big piece. So. I wouldn't be shocked if they look somewhat impressive coming out of the bye. I really wouldn't. I hope like, not. <laughs> well, I know you've got your, your 49ers bet. Oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, I, I could see that they look a little bit better here. But this feels like a, a kitchen sink cup kind of game for the 49ers. They, they want to get a you know stranglehold on the Rams here in this battle for the NFC West. So um, prop wise, uh, not a whole lot out there since I think the books were kind of waiting on the uh, the Debo Samuel news. But uh, of course, I, th- I think this is a spot we probably got to look at Brandon Ayuk. Uh, we'll see where. Uh, I could try to pull up his pro, uh, the props for this game, but uh, no, they do have some numbers, 59 and a half uh, receiving yards for him. I'm going to take a closer look at that one. Uh, Rams, they've been giving up a lot of production to receivers. Uh, so this is, I did bet, I think I bet the Ayuk uh, over in this game earlier this year, and he kind of disappointed in that one. So that might keep me away from doing it, but um, certainly the, the Kittle number is juiced up here. It's at 51 and a half. Uh, he's been more involved the last two games, but uh, yeah, we're probably going to take a look, take a closer look. Oh man, that McCaffrey line, 35 and a half receiving yards. They, they're basically saying he's a full-time player already this week. Yep. Um, they haven't met basically a hundred like total yards. Yeah. Three so and a half. Uh, which makes sense. No Debo here. Uh, he, he, I think he got 10 touches last week on basically 22 snaps or 20 snaps or whatever he got in. So he was basically getting a touch per, uh, for every like two snaps they got last week, so uh, they're they're expecting a, a pretty full role for him based on these props. Uh, now let's get to the other premier game of the week, yes. Tom. But the Giants against the Seahawks. Now this is one, Tom. I am not expecting a whole lot of props because they are calling both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett game time decisions. Um, but oh, the Giants we're are back catching... with Lockett as a game time decision. Yeah, even after playing last week, even yeah. after playing last week, um, we've got uh, minus three Seattle, forty four and a half the total. Even with Lockett and Metcalf uncertain to play in this game, the Seahawks are given three to a six and one team. It is at home. Find that to be a very interesting line. What do you think about it? Oh, uh, I have the the Seahawks here, but I basically been going against uh, the Giants every week with the ATS. I, yeah, it's just <laughs> like smoke and mirrors and they've been burning me every week here. So I'm at the point where I'm like, screw it. I got to keep doing it. The, the Giants can't keep covering these spreads, but they keep finding ways to do it. So uh, I haven't actually put any money against the Giants, thankfully. So, uh, but uh, this pro the props here. Oh, I, I've taken a couple here. Uh, Wandale Robinson, his number got, bet down uh, three and a half receiving uh, receptions um i grabbed over four and a what? half it was plus 125 where, so where's where that line so i can go empty my bank account on uh, re- uh it's under the reception yeah i see it three but... and a half. i see the minus 170 there i'm i'm trying to see what what my shitty book is gonna get <laughs> yeah it was it was four and a half earlier today uh plus 125 so i, I like the chances of uh, I mean, that first drive last week, I think he had three catches, like, right away. So And he did limp off, Tom, and I was like, oh, no, he limped off, but I think he got hit in the nads. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's what it was. So um, I, I was going through the numbers. He's been basically getting targeted on 30% of his routes so far. Uh, so I, I like the chances of that continuing here. Um, yeah, I, I'm surprised that number got moved down to three and a half. So they must have had some more bets towards the under. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I jumped on the 
maybe we'll see that pop back up. If it gets to four and a half again, get that big plus price uh, with Wandale. The other prop was, oh, Kenneth Walker. Just I'm just going to keep betting his overs until What, what until are you showing on there with him? Uh, I got it at, I believe, 83 and a half. Yeah, so. I'm not even showing any Walker props right now. Like because uh, of I'm guessing because of the the mecha- the injuries. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I'm surprised they took them down. Uh, what what, yeah. did, what was the prop you hit? Eighty three and a half. I, that's what I'm showing on my book, Tom, and I'm going to follow him. Yeah, um, I'm looking. Uh, looks, uh, I'm using like a little prop tool, but um, it looked like Fan Tool had a line, so I, I would expect that to come back up, and it's probably going to be a similar spot there. But uh, Giants have been. Very uh, giving to opposing running backs. By our, uh, by our metrics at Fantasy Points Data, this is the biggest offensive line, defensive line mismatch in the run game uh, of the week. Yeah, so I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, over 83 and a half. He, I mean, he's gotten 20-plus carries both games that he's been the starter. Uh, and we love the way he's – I mean, we're, we're betting it over 83 and a half. We love the way that he breaks off long runs to help that. Uh, so – he gets the if he gets the volume again, I I have a tough time seeing him not get over this number. But uh, Giants are giving up five point seven yards per carry to to opposing running backs right now. So we're gonna keep riding Walker. The discounts are gone. We I think we got him at like sixty seven and a half rushing yards last week. I think it was in the mid fifties his first game. So the the price has certainly gone up some. But this is as you said, this is a premier matchup for running backs. So. We're going to continue to ride Walker here at least for one more week. Green Bay at Buffalo. Buffalo laying 11. The first time Aaron Rodgers has ever been a double-digit underdog. 47 the total. I don't know how you don't make Aaron Rodgers a double-digit underdog. You you feel like one of these weeks they're going to figure it out. I ain't stepping in front of Buffalo this week. Minus 11.47 the total, Tom. Green Bay at the Bills. Yeah, um, coming off a bye week two, uh, getting a little fresh. uh, Sunday night. It's a, you know, chance for Josh Allen to really uh, cement himself as the uh, betting favorite for the MVP here. He's already down to plus 120. Uh, if he has a big game on Sunday night, wouldn't be surprised if he uh, gets into that odds-on favorite t- uh, you know, territory here in the near future. So uh, I'm with you. Uh, I'm, I'm riding the bills here for ATS purposes. Uh, didn't put any money on it, but, yeah, I, I, I just uh, – the Packers situation isn't great. Uh, you know, Rogers calling out his receivers, but he needs them this week with no Lazard. Uh, so Dubs is going to have to step up. Watkins. I mean, this is not a great receiving core right now. And just, I'm struggling to, to think of ways where Green Bay is going to have much, much success moving the ball against this Bills defense. They've had a bunch of injuries, but they're still playing. It's the scheme is, uh, I, you know, it's bigger than the personnel at this point for the, the for the Bills here. No Alan Lazard in this game. Um, are there? Do you dare bet a a Packers receiving prop? I do not. <laughs> uh, I was only looking at potentially unders, but uh, I'm seeing the Dubs uh, is at 41 and a half, and it's getting all under money right now. So uh, Watkins is at 38 and a half. I you know I'm not putting my money on Watkins. So. And I'm not putting. My- on dubs either maybe aaron Rodgers was trying to go out there and talk shit on him to try to motivate him i you know like I, who freaking knows with this yeah so yeah I'm, I'm not there was nothing that really stood out here um just thinking about maybe gabe uh 55 and a half receiving yards but 
Uh, couldn't quite get there. Um, Diggs' numbers interesting as well. He's been playing at a really high level, but yeah, there, there's nothing really here. I might, I'd like to try to give out like a prop for all the the standalone primetime games, but I've looked at these props multiple times over the last like two days, and nothing. Pay attention really to the website, me. folks. You'll have a best bet for that. Oh I man, I, I do those dumb DraftKings over uh, under pickums, and I, I I lose every week. <laughs> yeah, I, the ones but... I was actually considering was maybe some Dylan unders. Uh, it feels like they were trying to phase him out of the offense a little bit last week to get Aaron Jones more touches to, you know, you kind of called that last week on the Sunday show there, Joe, you're like, I, I kind of have a feeling that they're going to feel future Jones a little bit more. And uh, I think they certainly did. And yeah. wouldn't be surprised if it continues here, but his number uh, unfortunately came out a little lower than I was hoping. I was hoping it was going to be like low to mid thirties, but it was 26 and a half rushing yards. So uh, no discounts uh, on the, the on the Dylan unders this week. We're going to get through this final game quick, Tom, because yep. DraftKings Sportsbook does not have any props for it. It is Cincinnati at Cleveland. Bengals laying three forty-five the total. Obviously, we got the big news uh, with Jamar Chase. Uh, apparently, for now, will not be going on IR. Um, okay. They seem to think he's got that dog in him, and he's built different. <laughs> the fact that he probably played through a broken hip would indicate that. Uh, but, uh, but that's obviously the big injury, Tom, and the books have not put props out yet for this game. No. Yeah. This is, this line was, it opened on Monday at three, got up to three and a half, uh, as the week went along news came out, got back, back down to three here, but it looks like there is some pressure. Uh, you know, the Bengals are getting some money here. I'm seeing a lot of minus one twenties at, uh, FanDuel and, uh, bet MGM and Caesars. Uh, actually, FanDuel is actually minus 105 for the Bengals. So that that's – oh, no, that's uh, – okay. It's at three and a half already yeah. at FanDuel. So oh, there, wow, okay. So there's – it looks like it's going to get back up to three and a half here. So, if yeah, if you have a feeling that the Browns in this AFC North game might be able to keep it uh, a little close, this is kind of – this is kind of their last stand too. I mean, they drop another game sitting at two wins through eight weeks. Uh, you know, they might not have a whole lot to play for when Deshaun Watson gets back. So uh, this is kind of a big game for the Browns. I, I, I'm kind of siding with them, but uh, eh, watching the Browns the last couple of weeks, uh, I'm not going to put my money on them. <laughs> All right, Tom, we're going to get out of here. I think Ben's done changing his diaper. Um, his I, diaper. I think he- uh, I think he meant his, his son's diaper. He says he's not going to have to change his diaper until the World Series game tonight. Yeah, he's here. All right. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, I'm glad to be here. That's I'm a good you... move. That's a good move, Joe. Yeah. Wear the diaper during the game so you don't have to miss any pitches. Yeah. And, that's, you, know, you get that's, to that's see what... every, every, uh, every bit of action. I, I like that move. Well, Tom, I'm going to go uh, maybe go find some diapers. You enjoy your Halloween party. I'm going to finish up the game hubs, do a little bit of editing. Um, <laughs> and hopefully in the, within the next hour, I'll have everything up and everything will be higgledy-piggledy and we'll be good to go. Uh, for Tom, I'm Joe. All right, party uh, on, Joe. Check out the college football guys for the tailgate coming up. We'll talk to you Sunday morning.